The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Today's episode has been made possible through the generous support of Bright Peak Financial, an award-winning not-for-profit supporting Christians on their journey to financial strength. Go to brightpeakfinancial.com to make your dream happen. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone, and thank you so much because of you that we are a successful show, that we are featured all over the world, and I just love hearing from you and your your stories of celebration, your aha moments, and all the different things that, that you find on this incredible path. You know, we're... We're learning every day. I mean, every day is an aha moment. I love to say that the mind trains itself according to what it knows, and yet the heart is open in a way of what it doesn't know. And that, to me, is one of the most exciting parts of our journey. Talking about a heart person, I'm thrilled to be able to feature today David Goldberg. David Goldberg, many of you may know, is the editor of the Science of Mind. He is the publisher of the Science of Mind magazine. He is uh, out there in the world moving, shaking, uh, being a difference maker because he's willing to be different. David, welcome to our show today. Temple, thank you. It's a joy to be with you. Well, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you and and tell us a bit about about your journey. How did you become an intentional spirit? Well, thank you. Uh, you know, it it started long before I was born, but I won't bore you with all of those details. Um, but I do have a, an anecdote that might be somewhat insightful, and I I don't know if it's actually lore or if it really did happen. But I was told uh, that at my baptism, uh, my parents were both only children, so their family was an intentional family of choice with regard to their friends and who they had in their circle. And so they decided that my two brothers and I each needed three godparents. 
So at my baptism in the Lutheran church, of course, it was the Lutheran minister, uh, my dad, who identified as Jewish, although not practicing, my mom, who identified as Lutheran and practicing somewhat, and then my three godparents, who identified as Methodist, Episcopalian, and Catholic, respectively. And the minister was very well aware of that, and apparently... Uh, He finished the ceremony, he gently closed his Bible, he looked around at the assembled family and said, I guess that makes us all Democrats. He wasn't... He wasn't quite sure what to do with that. Um, And, you know, I am so grateful that my parents were were open to traditional faith traditions, to uh, what we might call new thought or new age traditions. Uh, You know, they basically said, we will support you in whatever you want to do, and we're not going to force anything upon you. So, you know, as a, as a young kid, as the youngest of three boys, uh, honestly, church wasn't my first choice. So I read and I explored, and uh, my mom actually went to uh, Mile High Church, which is uh, part of the religious science community just outside of Denver, and uh, was, was really tied into that teaching. And it is really one of my most prized possessions. When I became the publisher of Science of Mind magazine, a family member gave me a copy of the magazine from the mid-1970s with my mom's address on the back. She had subscribed to the magazine that I am now publishing um, decades ago. And uh, she actually left the planet in 1990, but it it brought me great joy to know that uh, I was doing something that was resonant within our family. So I started then, continued to grow, continued to expand, continued to explore, uh, and and found my way back to Mile High Church about 2005. And uh, through the series of life events, I just really decided to get more engaged. And I, I knew I wanted a bigger life, Temple, and I don't I didn't know what that meant at the time, but I wanted to go deeper. I wanted to go wider. I wanted more depth and more breadth, and that felt like the perfect place and the perfect opportunity to do that. So I uh, jumped in, uh, stepped onto the the spiritual fast lane, and um, became a practitioner, and then uh, stepped into ministerial school uh, while completing my Ph.D. in ethical and creative leadership at the same time. So kind of jumped in in a big way and uh, never could have planned it, and here I am, and I'm extraordinarily grateful. Wow. What a, what a beautiful story. And, you know, I was just getting the, wow, uh, your mom had a hand in this, didn't she? She absolutely did. <laughs> She's like, you know, there there wouldn't be a better publisher for a magazine that I really appreciate, and that would be my number one guy. So, wow, what a what a beautiful story that that would come all the way around full circle, full circle like that. Well, the the magazine is is rich. It's um, so focused to the practicality of today and how to really offer people tools and things like that. And I know that you have like over 500,000 likes on Science Mind and Facebook. And we want to urge all of our listeners to take the time to go on Facebook and like the Science of Mind magazine. You know, I've had people ask me along the way because there's another title, Guide for Spiritual Living. Is there... Is there a reason for the change in branding? 
Yeah, uh, yes, thank you. I, I appreciate your attention to the nuance. You know, for the longest time, uh, the name of the magazine was, as you already suggested, Science of Mind magazine, and then our tagline, if you will, was Guide for Spiritual Living. And uh, we simply flipped the, the two, if you will. Uh, and part of that came, Temple, a couple of years ago when we entered into a partnership with Barnes & Noble, uh, knowing and intentionally seeking a, a broader, more diverse audience. And honestly, what we found in talking to some of the store managers at the hundreds of Barnes & Noble around the U.S. is that they weren't exactly sure where to put science of mind in the magazine rack. Is that a, is that a science thing? Is that an education thing? Some got that it was spiritual, but does it go with religion? And so we thought for the sake of clarity uh, for our audience, because, you know, we want to be very clear about what we believe and what we're inviting people into. And so Guide for Spiritual Living uh, helps them understand, you know, what they're looking at, whether it is the Dalai Lama on the cover or Deepak Chopra or Jane Houston or Mother Teresa or Maya Angelou. Um, so, you know, we, we like to think that we are diverse in the broadest possible sense, and Guide for Spiritual Living helps us do just that. Yeah, thank you for that clarification, because that, that kind of ties it all together in a, in a, in a nice bow. Well, you're coming up on your uh, 90th year anniversary. Congratulations on that. Well, thank you, and, uh, you know, I am very clear that it is not me, that it is is the one spirit, the one power that is sure. working through me as me, and we, we stand on the shoulders of giants, and I am extraordinarily humbled by that, and it is really exciting, you know, in, in, these, in these days and times, and a number of prognosticators continuing to think that uh, the uh, print magazine or print in general is dead. Um, while we have, you know, a whole lot uh, that we offer people by way of the whole Guide for Spiritual Living bundle, uh, the printed magazine really is still the crux of what we do. And to be able to touch tens of thousands of people in a way that they prefer to receive their information is just a, a joy and an extraordinary honor. Uh, and I, I consider my ministry that of the of the printed word. So, yes, with the October issue this year, um, it will we will launch our 90th anniversary year. Uh, Dr. Ernest Holmes wrote in the first issue of the publication in October 1927, and he included the statement, what we call our Declaration of Principles, uh, and is what we believe. And that has been in every issue of the magazine for the past 90 years. Um, so we have, we have tried to stay current. We have tried to stay relevant. Uh, as Dr. Holmes would say, our goal is to be grounded in principle and absolutely open at the top. So uh, we want to talk about a myriad of topics. We want to talk about things that people want to talk about and read about. We want, we want it to be a two-way conversation. Um, I love what you said as part of your introduction, how much you appreciate hearing from your listeners. Uh, so, too, we appreciate hearing from our readers. Um, like your listeners, our, our, our readers are the reason that we continue to exist. So Absolutely. I truly, 
I truly value the, the two-way communication and find that uh, mutually beneficial. You know, with all the uh, things that you feature and all the stories and the exposure, because, um, you know, I look sometimes uh, to you on Facebook and you're, you're traveling here, you're going there, and um, you've tapped into that energetic source of the one presence that, you know, many of us have had that paradigm shift of, is that when you're doing what you love, you know, yes, there's maintaining your body, but there's a place about, you don't live in a genre of, I'm either too busy or I'm either too tired. It's like, bring it on, you know, and I, I love that about about your energy when you were not long ago here in St. Petersburg. What are some of the things and uh, your your passion that that you feel along the way if you're you're developing uh which you have your your toolbox what are some of the things that that you could offer other intentional spirits that wow along the way i have discovered and because of that it continues to work and be powerful in my life yes Ooh, what a powerful question you know, for me, Temple, I would suggest that it is um, about my spiritual practice. It is about what I do to to stay grounded myself um, because, you know, I truly believe the flight attendant adage that I need to put on my own oxygen mask first before I can help somebody else. Uh, and so, too, with my spiritual practice, uh, uh, you know, as I am humbled to to move about and do all that I am able and w- uh, to do, it starts with that. So for me, what that looks like is prayer, uh, prayerful consideration. And, you know, I would love to tell you that as a minister that I pray every single day. And while I am in absolutely in that mindset, um, I also allow myself to be human. So you know, if I happen to not do that, but perhaps engage in other practices, um, I give myself a break because, as part of my ministry, I would do for, I would do that for anybody else uh, in my congregation that, that I happen to call the magazine. So I try to try to cut myself that same slack. Um, but prayer is number one for me, and then also meditation. Uh, I love being in the silence. Uh, You know, it has been said that when we pray, often we are asking um, or putting something out there or trying to call something into our lives or the life of others. And when we meditate, we're listening for the answer. So for me, it is both of those processes. I also very much enjoy chanting. Um, I recently moved and have been doing about an hour, hour and a half nature walk uh, at sunrise every morning, and that is really feeding my soul as well, connecting with the earth, connecting with nature. Uh, one of the things that I so appreciate about your location in St. Petersburg, uh, water just soothes my soul. And as much as I enjoy living and being and working in Colorado, uh, it is indeed a landlocked state. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I'm definitely called to the water. But uh, a, a rather long answer to your succinct question, for me, it starts with my own spiritual practice. And uh, another piece of that uh, that I have engaged and continue to engage is uh, the labyrinth is a spiritual tool. And I just, I love working with the labyrinth. I love walking all kinds of labyrinths indoors and outdoors and 
in gardens and in hedges and on tarps and um it it again it just feeds me and it really soothes my soul whether i enter the labyrinth with a question or an open mind or perhaps something that might be troubling me uh, i almost always get what i need from my time on the labyrinth and when did you first discover the labyrinth and the and the powers of how it how it works in your life you know, I was intrigued uh, as a little guy, not necessarily having the best sense of direction when we would go to the cornfield mazes and, you know, I would be the one that was just there crying, you know, crying my eyes out because I got lost and my brothers wouldn't help me out. And so when I, when I discovered that the difference, there, there is a significant difference between a maze and a labyrinth that a maze is uh, indeed constructed to confuse. And there are dead ends and there are wrong ways and there might be more than one way, you know, to get to the other end. Uh, The labyrinth, in comparison, there's only one way in and one way out. And you simply follow the path. And every labyrinth, regardless of how or where it's constructed, um, is a part or constructed with sacred geometry. So it mirrors the brain in the ebb and the flow. And my first introduction, other than reading about it, um, I had the opportunity to travel to Chartres, uh, two hours north of Paris, to Chartres, France. And we did some work on the uh, labyrinth that's on the floor of the Chartres Cathedral, which has been around for hundreds of years. And through wars and through famines and through changes in politics and changes in popes, um, that labyrinth has, has withstood the test of time. And um, long, perhaps a conversation for another time, but the whole experience was wonderful for me leading up to the labyrinth walk. And when I stepped on the labyrinth, uh, it was a private uh, candlelit walk just just for our group who happened to be there with a seven-piece Baroque band playing uh, um, music of the time. And when I stepped onto the labyrinth, my work the whole week or two weeks leading up to it was around worthiness. And um, so I stepped onto the labyrinth thinking, um, you know, I am enough, I am enough, I am enough. And when I, when I did that in my first four steps on the labyrinth in my stocking feet, I just broke down into tears. And I went from having that as a mantra, from having that as a chant, from having that as an intention, to having that as a deep knowing at the core of my soul. And I walked the labyrinth, and I got to the center, and I did my ritual, which is praying on the different petals of the labyrinth, if it happens to be uh, an 11-circuit chart-style labyrinth. And then I walked out, and it it truly transformed me. It was a life-changing experience. And at the end of our, our time in France, when I came back, I said, I really want to pursue that. So I connected with uh, Veritas, 
the organization whose responsibility or charge is to preserve and maintain labyrinths around the world, as well as construct new labyrinths. And I uh, traveled to California, and I went through training and became a certified labyrinth facilitator. So that is, you know, it, to your earlier question around tools, uh, the labyrinth is certainly one of the spiritual tools uh, that I offer and make available to all with whom I work. Wow. That, that is, and, and thank you because um, of the way and just its practicalness and application, um, you, it was defined excellent. Thank you so much <laughs> in, a, in a great way. Well, one of the things that you were talking about here in St. Petersburg, you know, um, my bigger dream is to have a New Thought Leadership Academy so we could conveniently create an office for you here. We also have a labyrinth on the ground. So just planting a seed on air. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> I got your back. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I know there's a bigger calling in there somewhere. So we can just kind of put that out there that, you know, you these days we can kind of work from wherever we are. So there you go. You That's another window. <laughs> Well, in all the experiences that you have and, and the different people that, that are interviewed by various people and your staff members, uh, do you, do you feel, David, is there some common theme that's emerging, uh, for all of us today with somewhat of the, of the slogan, a world that works through everyone or for everyone, more so for everyone through the, the science of mind energy. Is there a, a common theme that, that we're kind of moving towards? I, I, I think you already exactly it, Temple. I would suggest that, you know, a number of the people that, that we talk with, that we interview, that write for us, um, that are on the cover, that have been our spiritual heroes, I would suggest that the common thread really is creating a world that works for all. Um, and I, I truly believe that we're at that we're at that tipping point. And with all of the interesting things that have been happening, um, both in, in horror and in joy, certainly in the U.S. and around the world, uh, I believe that it has to come up so it can be identified and it can be healed. So I am a firm believer in, you know, we as a, as a human race, as an entity, we are not broken. We are not heading toward despair. But rather, we are, we are stepping into our greatness. We are stepping into our greater yet to be. And the driving force, the driving point in all of that is that philosophy of oneness. You know, from a financial perspective, I might put it in a way that it's not about me getting a bigger piece of the pie. It's about growing the whole pie. Or, you know, from, from the saying that's been in the lexicon for years, a rising tide rises all boats. So when, when you do well, I do well. When one country does well, all countries do well. So I do believe that it is that sense of um, I am a part of the one and the one is all of me. It, it is that sense, it is that mentality, it is that thinking, it is that feeling that is driving us to where I think uh, uh, a number of us as like-minded beings see us moving in a, indeed where we'd like to be. I love that. I, I was talking recently about how, you know, we have so many of us such passion as we're creating this world that works for everyone, and we're we're wanting to 
you know, as Gandhi says, be the change and those kind of things is that, you know, we want to have a voice or ideas or whatever that can, can change the world. And we feel that, we feel it energetically. But at the same time, when we look at cause and effect and we look at the events and things that happen, I think it's important that we also need to look at how the world is changing us. You know, and, and, by, and by that, I mean that um, there's such a level of the conversations within me that they are the same since I was a young kid, you know, thinking about what I like to think about and represent and talk about. But that that conversation has changed so many times through the years. You know, a talk from 2002 is not the same talk. That It's the same ideas, same concepts, but the world has changed me in such a way that there's a different layer now that can be presented because of, you know, how we grow from these experiences, how we go from tragedy to triumph or, you know, whatever. It's yeah, an expansiveness, you, you know. And that's what I, I love about the work that you're representing is um, I, I see that very clearly of how, how the magazine is evolving with the times because the world is just so like, tell us, show us, you know, give us some ideas, but uh, make it real and make it tangible. And as we we say about the uh, the new generation now, they just want to see us doing something. Yes. <laughs> you know, just do something. Stop just talking about something, but take action and, you know, use engaged spirituality and everything. And, you know, since we're highlighting the um, 90, uh, 90th celebration of the Science of Mind magazine, we can also highlight the Conscious Majority program at the um, Unity Center in San Diego in October, David, because you're going to be a, a key speaker there. I'm delighted. I about am. That. I yes, I am uh, absolutely honored to be participating with uh, such amazing beings and such luminaries, and very much look forward to to being their temple. Uh, my my work, what what I'm going to be presenting, is actually my doctoral dissertation. Um, my PhD is in leadership studies, uh, specifically ethical and creative leadership uh, with a focus on creativity, diversity, and social justice. And my work is the intersection of leadership and spirituality. And I, I incorporate a personality assessment tool uh, that I've been using for years called Emergenetics. So Emergenetics is my quantitative tool in a qualitative dissertation, uh, so a little left brain, a little right brain, and yes, I will. I will be speaking about what my research over the past eight years has shown with regard to the thinking and behavioral attributes of leaders who also um, identify as spiritual or acknowledge a higher power. And I would urge all of you listening that you can get involved and you can also, you can take um, this profile. It's very powerful. It makes you think. It's reflective. Um, and what was um, fascinating about the process for me, David, in, in doing this program with you is that I, I recognized and I realized my answers have changed through the years. You know? Yes. I was like, yeah. okay, there's been there's been some work there, or okay, I could put a little bit more effort, you know, in that area, or what? It was very self reflective, and I I thank you for that very much. Um, well, thank you for your kind words. Yes, 
Well, yes, absolutely. Well, um, your website, tell tell the listeners your website because they can access all this information. Of course. Uh, my personal website is uh, drdavidansgoldberg.com. And yeah, happy to connect with anybody in that regard. Uh, the tool itself, as you know, is in 21 languages. And um, I appreciate uh, exactly our earlier conversation. This is right, this is wrong, that is bad, this is good. It says your profile is perfect just the way you are. And exactly the time that you need, it's only a next time. I want to thank everyone for tuning in today and, and thank you for listening to this great leader out in the field making a difference not only as the publisher of Science of Mind magazine. You can go to scienceofmind.com. And I also want to thank all of you that support Unity Online Radio because of you. Literally, as David said, because of people like you, we are featured all over the world of an important voice on a mission for a changing world, a world that is working for everyone. We'll be right back after this short message. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. So there I was, staring at a closet overflowing with clothes, practically bursting at the seams in their polyester prison. I had ten minutes left to get dressed, and the stress was kicking in. Are turtlenecks still a thing? What about rhinestones? Where did I get this? Oh, my leggings from 1987. Ah, the scarves are attacking me. Sound familiar? Declutter your life and your closet with the Simple Living Challenge. It's a free 14-day challenge with powerful daily assignments to help you find more balance, freedom, and joy in life. Just go to SimpleLivingChallenge.com to sign up. Ooh, a cowboy hat. Now available, you pray. The free prayer app from Silent Unity. For more than a century, people from all over the world and all walks of life have turned to Silent Unity. With YouPray, our confidential prayer support is easy and convenient to access. With YouPray, you can send your prayer directly to Silent Unity. YouPray also includes affirmations you can share with family and friends, plus audio meditations for your prayer time. For more about the free YouPray app and links to download, visit silentunity.org slash app. That's silentunity.org slash app. Tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, 
you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio, Words from Our Past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone, and we're so glad that you're with us. And I know, like myself, you're thoroughly enjoying the conversation today. We're we're learning a lot about spiritual tools and how to move forward in our lives. And I was talking with you earlier about emergenetics and the power of um, my personally taking the profile. I love learning. I love learning new things about myself. And in order to know that for you, you can go to Dr. David S. Goldberg.com. That's Dr. David S. as in spiritual. Goldberg.com. You can also visit the scienceofmind.com website and get a subscription and learn more about the incredible work that they are doing. And speaking of that, David, you have two or three divisions within the science of mind. Tell us about that. We do. We do indeed, Temple. Um, just by way of additional information, we would love people to visit us at scienceofmind.com. Thank you for that. Um, and we would certainly be absolutely able and willing to get people set up with a subscription. And if a subscription isn't right for one of your listeners or perhaps uh, one, one of their guests or people in their family, we also have a free newsletter that people can sign up for. So it comes out by email. It comes out twice a month. It builds and expands on stories in the magazine and provides audio and video links. And uh, again, absolutely free. So if uh, somebody is inclined to do that, we welcome that opportunity as well. And uh, as the uh, publisher being over the magazine and our book imprints, uh, my ministry really is the written word. And with regard to those book imprints, we actually have three separate imprints that we manage. Uh, the first is called Science of Mind Publishing, and that's where we have the work of Dr. Holmes and his brother Fenwick and a number of, of their contemporaries. The second imprint is called Spiritual Living Press, where we publish a, a number of our uh, ministers and practitioners and spiritual leaders. And then we also have a partner publishing effort. 
So for any of your listeners who have that completed manuscript and they're just not sure what to do next or perhaps they are just not interested in the business aspect of that, we would love to have a conversation to see how we can help them take their book and their work to the world. So again, that is called Park excuse me, that is called Park Point Press. And we offer a round of proofreading. We offer a round of editing and design help. We also, it includes creation of an ebook and uh, inclusion of a full page ad in Science of Bind magazine. So it is our mission, it is our goal to help people take their unique voice to the world, whatever that looks like. And we're a, we're a small niche publisher. And we're one of the few small publishers who still does print actual copies of the book. So if any of your listeners are interested in that, it would be our honor to have the conversation to see how we can support them. And they can certainly start by visiting scienceofmind.com and searching for Park Point Press. All the information is online, and uh, we'd, we'd love to help and support however we can. That's wonderful, and I'm so grateful that that you're doing this because there are so many authors that are seeking a way to find avenues to to publish their their work, and I'm I'm sure you feel the same because people will say, well, you know, I don't know, you know, if I have something different or if I have something new, and my answer is always, if you haven't said it, it hadn't been said, and um, get on out there and do it (laughs) because because everybody resonates with different people at different times and it's um it's so powerful uh to be able to make a difference in in someone's life it 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 really is well It it truly is temple and and just by way of some sample titles that we have published under the park point press imprint we've published uh the great university of life um, by a fellow who is literally a rocket scientist and uh, came to religious science relatively later in life. And to your point, he has a lot to say. We have another book called A Simple Guide to Planetary Transformation, uh, which was uh, another one of our ministers who who wanted to take his work to the world. And we also have one entitled, and I love this title, Use the cosmic two by four to hit a home run. <laughs> I love that. That is wonderful. I want to use that in one of my talks. <laughs> so we have we have creative folks, we have left brain folks, we have right brain folks, we have ministers, we have lay members, we have practitioners. Um, so you know, everybody says, "Well, what is it that you're looking for?" Well, what is it that 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 you're looking to publish? And my response is it truly is on a case-by-case basis. If uh, you come to us with an original manuscript and a little bit of money, and we will partner and help you take your work to the world. That's so exciting. I love that. Well, speaking of exciting, um, we have kind of like, uh, what would we call it, the icing on the cake? or um, Uh, a unique way of huh rowing our own boat um <laughs> we could go all over the place but that being said we are we have a cruise to celebrate 
the 90th anniversary, don't we, David? We do indeed. It has been, once again, a joy and an honor to partner with you and our many, many friends at Unity um, to cap off, if you will, the 90th anniversary celebration of Science of Mind magazine. Uh, And for those who like to plan ahead, and I know that a big chunk of your audience does, we're looking at this cruise the last week of January of 2018. Yes, 2018. So you have 18 months to plan and to save. Um, and we would love for you to join us. It's going to be a wonderful cruise uh, out of Florida. We will go to two ports in Mexico as well as Grand Cayman Island. And it really is a time of celebration. It's a time of connection. It's a time of uh, reaching out and getting to know each other. So we have uh, lots of capacity. And uh, Temple, I hope this isn't premature, but I know we've had some initial conversations, but in my mind, in my heart, you're going to be playing a, an integral role with regard to programming that happens on board the ship. So for all of your listeners, I would invite them to this wonderful opportunity to spend time uh, with your beloved Reverend Temple. Absolutely, and we will have um, David and Roger Teal, um, Michael Gott, and just so many amazing people that are going to be on this cruise, and I'm just so excited because I know that in a very short period of time, we're going to be fully booked, because what better cause than to be celebrating this wonderful magazine and to be able to travel with people that um, we're inspired by. No doubt about it. And so in, um, I would say that within the next month, you will be able to get all the information on scienceofmind.com. Right, David? Exactly, exactly right. Yes, we'll have uh, something in the October issue of the magazine. Uh, again, if you don't happen to be a subscriber, you can pick it up at any Barnes & Noble across the country, and you can uh, get it from us at scienceofmind.com. So we'll have advertising as well as editorial support, and it will be on the website as well. So, yeah, we, we're very excited about that, Temple, and thank you so much for saying yes. Oh, yes. It's uh, it's a mutual beneficial club, that's, that's for sure. Well, let me ask you if when we think of um, something that we say, okay, this is something I really, I really want to stand for. This is, this is it. I've I positioned someone to make a speech about my life. What is the ebb and flow of conversation that really matters to you that you want to make sure somebody speaks about? Mm, bless you. Thank you for asking. You know, the, the thing that is dropping in, uh, when I was a, a young guy, I had just finished a couple years on the road with Up With People, with the musical touring group, and I was working on my bachelor's at Colorado State in journalism and public relations. And one of the exercises that they had us do in J school is write our own obituary. So here I was, a 20-something, having had this wonderful opportunity to travel around the world and live with people in their homes and now pursuing a more traditional linear education. 
And what struck me, Temple, and what has continued to stay with me, um, the headline for my obituary was, he was kind. And, and that continues to be a guiding principle for me. And again, I would love to tell you that I am living that every moment of every day. Uh, and for me, it is an intention and it is an aspiration. Um, and, and that is something that strikes me specifically around our, our dialogue in the U.S. Uh, and the, the broader conversation as we are moving toward that philosophy and that understanding of oneness um, you know, it is my intention to do that with kindness because truth without kindness is just, you know, it's just mean. Um, so, yes, of course, we need to speak the truth. And my intention is to be kind in, in the work that I do. I love that. And it's that one, it's that one idea that can be the guiding map and, and everything. And I'm, I'm so glad you referred to it like that because that for me is my guiding map of my 45 minute speech. You know, I tease people and I say, even if you're famous, you only get an hour and a half. <laughs> I mean, that, that's it, you know, and you might get just a, you know, a, a column in the newspaper, but when it comes to, you know, what people say, um, and, and it helps with stress management, it helps with how you model, you know, what's really out there is that. So I, I would say that you are really expressing that level of, of kindness and care. And again, I want to just thank you so much for you saying yes to the task of, of leadership and for, uh, the approachability that you have as a leader because you have, you know, the type of, um, work and, uh, tasks that people are coming at you from all different levels all the time. And uh, it means a lot to see someone, uh, into the practice as you are by being so approachable and always treating every person that that they matter. That I can attest to because I have witnessed it firsthand. As I want to remind every one of you that to go to scienceofmind.com, know more about the work of Science of Mind, get your written word out there, um, be recognized for what you feel matters to you in the world or look at being published, and also to go to Dr. David S. Goldberg.com, so you can follow and know more about the work that he continues to do. David, one last word you would like to have? I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for your personal friendship. Thank you for the light that you continue to bring to the world. And thank you for all of our brothers and sisters in unity. You know, so many of our, of our readers and our subscribers also subscribe to the Daily Word. And it is, it is huge, it is important, it is love-filled, and it, uh, it is much needed on the planet. And I'm grateful for all of the work that, that you and our friends and colleagues at Unity continue to do. Thank you so much, David, and I'm so glad that so many of us are collaborating and coming together um, because together it's still that same uh, acronym, together everyone accomplishes more, and there there's no doubt about it. So thank you for being with us today, and God bless you on this 
amazing journey that we call life. Thank you for being an intentional spirit. And thanks to all of you for listening as you continue to seek different conversations that are life-changing. Please join us on firstunity.org and visit me anytime at templehaze.com. It's a pleasure to be part of this expanded community. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for tuning into The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. A carpenter was working at a cathedral. He was laying tiles on the highest part of the roof and wasn't making an effort to do a good job. His foreman noticed the poor work and said, You'll have to redo that portion of the roof and do it right. The carpenter asked why. No one's ever going to see these tiles way up here. The foreman answered, God will see them, and God is very particular. Although other people may not see it, the universe is aware of your attitude. So are you. Your attitude affects every aspect of your life. If you change your attitude, you will change your life. Changing your thoughts helps change your actions and can result in positive changes in the world around you. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Every moment we live can be holy, and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so. Everything we do can be a prayer, and by using our innate creativity with intention, in every aspect of our lives, that can indeed be true. Author Carla Kincannon wrote, Creativity is so much more than art making. It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time, and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
The world is full of voices, advertising, television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends. All are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, confidence, and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul, The Lotus and the Lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find my God. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. was working at a cathedral. He was laying tiles on the highest part of the roof and wasn't making an effort to do a good job. His foreman noticed the poor work and said, you'll have to redo that portion of the roof and do it right. The carpenter asked why. No one's ever going to see these tiles way up here. The foreman answered, God will see them and God is very particular. Although other people may not see it, The universe is aware of your attitude. So are you. Your attitude affects every aspect of your life. If you change your attitude, you will change your life. Changing your thoughts helps change your actions and can result in positive changes in the world around you. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Every moment we live can be holy, and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so. Everything we do can be a prayer, and by using our innate creativity with intention, in every aspect of our lives, that can indeed be true. Author Carla Kincannon wrote, Creativity is so much more than art making. It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time, and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? 
Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. is full of voices, advertising, television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends. All are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, confidence, and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul, the Lotus and the Lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Carpenter was working at a cathedral. He was laying tiles on the highest part of the roof and wasn't making an effort to do a good job. His foreman noticed the poor work and said, you'll have to redo that portion of the roof and do it right. The carpenter asked why. No one's ever going to see these tiles way up here. The foreman answered, God will see them and God is very particular. Although other people may not see it, The universe is aware of your attitude. So are you. Your attitude affects every aspect of your life. If you change your attitude, you will change your life. Changing your thoughts helps change your actions and can result in positive changes in the world around you. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Every moment we live can be holy, and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so. Everything we do can be a prayer, and by using our innate creativity with intention, in every aspect of our lives, that can indeed be true. Author Carla Kincannon wrote, Creativity is so much more than art making. 
It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time, and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 